0: All right, you guys, welcome back to another episode on the She Said, He Said podcast with your girl, Miss Anita. Love to hate to hate here.
1: And your boy, Mr. E.
0: How How are you doing today?
1: (laughs) It's going well. How is your holiday?
0: It's Monday. It's Monday. I'm off. I don't have to work, but I do have to face it tomorrow, and tomorrow is not nice, but hey, I'm not there yet. So
1: yeah, we just worried about today. Yeah, right. how's your day going? Y'all got big barbecue planned and oh, no. a little drinking and little cocktails and stuff.
0: No, the weather's bad.
1: Oh, the weather's bad. Oh, okay. Well, it's been kind
0: of
1: It's kind of yeah. rainy over here. Well, it, well, it rained this morning and sun came out. Now it's getting a little cloudy. Uh, they say that tropical storm may be coming through here in the next couple of days or so. Gordon. Mm ahead,
0: So how's your brother?
1: Oh, my brother, he's doing well. Went by there yesterday. He's doing well. They had him sitting up in a chair. So, uh, okay, so I'm going to go good. by there a little later on and uh, and check on him and see how he's doing. Cool. Well, let him know that
0: I'm still thinking about him. And I, I sure will. To pray for him I
1: appreciate you know that. that. Yeah, I appreciate that.
0: Is it me, or does it sound like we're running over each other in conversation?
1: Uh, probably initially. Oh, <laughs> um, okay.
0: All right, so did you watch any sports, college sports, last night or Friday night? Or
1: well, I Saturday watched, night? Well, actually, Saturday, Saturday night. Yeah, I mm-hmm. watched the, uh... The Alabama Louisville, well, I watched a I' was flipping channels, but I mainly uh during the day because I was flipping mm-hmm. between uh Auburn and washington and and uh Ole Miss and whoever they was playing and Tennessee and Washington, so in Notre dame i I just flipped and then that night I watched uh Alabama main handle Louisville, yeah
0: well
1: they got a new quarterback right well, yeah, they got a new well here, well, here's the thing, mm. and I, I don't, I don't know, and maybe I got a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, uh what's that man named Saban? I'm a, I'm mm. a fan of him. Yeah. Mm. I, I like what his first name? I forgot his first name. fan. Nick. Nick. I'm a fan of Nick, but Nick kind of rubbed me the wrong way when he was being interviewed by, uh, by, by the ESPN, uh, young lady. You know, right. and 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 maybe it's just me. But it, I, I, he's never come off like that before, and how he was really abrasive to her, to me, right?
0: And uh, Maria, Maria Taylor, yeah, and I That's
1: her name. didn't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that, and I, I just thought he was being overly. But he did harsh apologize
0: to her. to her. He didn't waste any time yeah. apologizing yeah, to her. Chris he, conduct after. The um, Alabama out win on Saturday, um, the ESPN reporter asked the Alabama coach about the performance of his quarterback following the 51-14 Alabama victory over Louisville. And Saban wasn't thrilled, and he got unnecessarily angry, which I didn't really understand what really he was really mad about because the question was about the biggest topic of Alabama season. You know, and Saban refused to name a starting quarterback before the game even began. Mm. And e- even going so far as to refuse to tell Taylor who will go out on the field the exactly. first right before the kickoff, which Alabama was set to receive. I don't know. Um, I for I think for me, because I get tired of act, being asked the same question over and over and over, but reworded. The words switched up, the questions switched up, um, but at the same time, you are a coach, you are a public figure. Part of your job is interviewing and talking to reporters and communicating with them, so you had to be prepared for it. And it was the biggest question everyone wanted to know, so you had to know that people were going to ask that question.
1: Exactly. So th- that means that you you should have you you Nick Saban you 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 didn't you didn't got dr- grilled before I, over bigger things than just this, right. you know, and so who's your quarterback? Who's going to, and that's what I'm saying at the beginning. He said, well, we're, it, we, you guys been waiting this late, this long. You might as well wait until the game starts, which is fine. Right. And then he come back and what, what he did after the game, I'm like, okay, maybe it's because she was, you know, taller than you and she was black. <laughs> I don't know. And you felt intimidated or you felt like, oh, i can say anything but if it was this short little white girl i don't see that he would have said the same thing now i could be wrong right you know i could be wrong but it just seemed like i can act because to me it seemed like because i've seen a lot of your interviews with other uh you know uh you know newscasters or whatever uh, broadcasters, whatever they, they call them, and mm-hmm. you never... You, and you've And you been, Nick Saban, you've been a matter of fact. You're always a matter of fact, but you just exactly. wasn't... You wasn't like that. Especially but see, after he won think, the game.
0: I think his theory is you still have two quarterbacks. And I think you're worried that if you're not appeasing the other quarterback and come mad they don't feel and your other, your main player the quarterback that you're choosing... Get hurt, you're going to need that backup quarterback and you don't want to rock the boat of that yeah, other but, quarterback that's not performing. But yeah, at the but same you time, you, I, I don't, first of all, let me say this, I'm not condoning his attitude towards Maria real talent. I'm not. I think, honestly, if you want me to be true, and I'm trying to walk Christ like, but I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not, I don't really like Nick Saban. I think he's an amazing recruiter. I don't think he's a great coach. I just think he's an amazing recruiter. You take that out the equation, I don't see much he does. I give the credit of these players winning from the players. I I agree that you have to have someone in a position as a head coach where the players are going to listen to and respect, and if he tells them what play to run and what direction to go in, they're going to listen and respect him. But at the same time, I don't see much coaching he does. That's just my opinion from what I see. Um, Do I watch every single game of Nick Saban coaching? No, I don't. But the games that I do and I have seen, I don't see a lot of coaching going on. I don't. I just think that it's talent over everything, and that's just my that's just my humble that's my bit that's that's just my kish on it.
1: But the dynamic of coaching of the head coach the the head coach per se don't coach the head coach coaches the coaches, Mm -hmm. and he instills in the coaches what they need and what I need out of these players Mm -hmm. now. And that's where the, that's where the head coaching come. Like you said, you don't see him doing it. No, they they don't. Unlike the NFL, the NFL, you know, the, the head coach is pretty much calling the going to call the plays most of the time. Or he's there. But it, it, it's I just like I said, the way he handled her, I, I just didn't. And then, like maybe because she's black, is the reason why I don't. I didn't like the way he handled her. Maybe that's my reason. You know, I don't but think it just so because like... I
0: think that if it had been any race, it still would have left a bad taste in anybody's mouth.
1: But see, that's my thing, is if, if it had been any other race, if it had been white, would he mm-hmm. have dealt would he, he had would he I, I have dealt with it, it the have. same way?
0: I think okay. he would have. Because okay. he doesn't want he don't wanna keep he don't he never wanted to say this is gonna be the starting quarterback. That's the that's the point blank in the period. He didn't want to say that people are already saying that his recruiters, some of his recruiters are getting paid. I don't care what nobody says. And the fact that these people are not coming and willing or what's the, what's the right word? Um, taking a chance of being a backup quarterback or a backup wide receiver or whatever when they have the opportunity to go to other colleges and probably be starters. If somebody ain't dusting off something. That's just my humble opinion. I ain't saying it's true or not true. I'm just saying those are my views and those are my thoughts on it. At the same time, as, as individuals outside the spotlight, you've, you've gotten to know me pretty well through podcasting. If you ask me the same question over and over and over, I tend to get flustered and frustrated. Does it make it right? No. Does it make it distasteful? Of course. It leaves a bad taste in anybody's mouth. Um, but even with me, I get frustrated when someone asks me the same question. Over and over and over, but they just reword it. And they think just because they took one word out and switched it up, that's supposed to make it okay. That doesn't make it okay. I get tired of answering the question. But in my case, it's not that I don't want to answer the question like Nick Saban. I think Nick Saban didn't want to answer the question. I really didn't. And I don't think he wanna make any odds between those two quarterbacks. So he's trying to to stir away from it and not draw attention to it. And so downplay it so it don't become a bigger issue at home in the locker room where you have two quarterbacks going at odds with each other, and then the next, and then the other quarterbacks say, "Hey, I'm 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 leaving. I'm going to another school." It may not be true, but that's just what I see looking in.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I guess it could be that way, but uh, Jalen wasn't going anywhere. He, I mean, because he could he could have left, and that could have been the case. I just. You know, and, and like I said, I, I just feel he could have handled it different. And even though he, he – I mean, before the game, sure, okay, you'll see. But after the game, after he – okay, so it's just that you, you're going to ask the question after the game because now who's your starter? You've seen who performed. you right. seen who probably should have been a starter, who right. need, should be named the starter. Right. Everybody in the world see who should be named the starter. But exactly. yet you – you because you want to say you don't want to disrespect either one of them but
0: that's that's that was a coward that was a coward yeah
1: exactly because that's not that's not that's not so so but anyway right. that that was that yeah. but then uh your team got off to a, a rousing start and, and somebody was saying that they was gonna be shitty or oh, that I mean, I said, I said it, too. He, I, now, that's who I'm talking about, you. Ye of little faith.
0: I, it's not that I didn't have little faith. It's yeah, you
1: had little faith.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not, I, when you're looking at different things that's been said on the summer trainer um, training, uh, summer camp, and you're looking at different things, and then with all the drama that surfaced going into summer camp, going into the first season, how are you supposed to be positive? How are you supposed to say oh well they they're going against number 8 and they're going to be an amazing team be, be, when you don't even know because when I don't, don't see, even know
1: See this? see that's my thing. See I don't listen to those people because I look at the whole school program as and a whole what, the, the whole what is the whole
0: school what is the whole school program LSU been good like after drama after drama but, after but drummer LSU, drummer after LSU, drummer
1: LSU drummer. football team been mm. good Dude, out of all that drama mm. LSU football team still mm. been good Mm. Okay, so that's what I look at. I look at you. They've own, been good in own.
0: what aspect? They lost at Troy at home. They got their asses demolished against Alabama. So how, good, how? Because guess what? And this is The fact. This is the Anita, fact. Like I got that before. They, we as LSU player fans are horrible fans, but let's just be honest. If you don't win against those main teams that we can't stand, we have a hard we have a hard time digesting the process.
1: Well, oh, see, that's that's you LSU people' problem because LSU won nine games mm-hmm. last year, mm. nine games, and it probably could have lost. It probably could have won more. But here's mm-hmm. the thing: that's mm-hmm. the, what I say when you say you, those those people saying, "Hey, this yada yada, this going yada yada, that going." Mm-hmm. I look at well, LSU want, I'm, as wanna, I'm a one of those
0: you exactly,
1: and yes, you are. LSU, they
0: faced off. <laughs> <laughs> um, with the number eight Miami in their season opener, both teams on Sunday in Arlington, Texas. Joe Burrow is the starter for LSU after a long quarterback battle for the Tigers. I don't see how it was a long battle when your mind was already made up who was going to be quarterback. Exactly. I, I didn't hear about I, no battle. Like, me either. I mean, he, he would never say who was starting. He did say that, but at the same time, from the outside looking in, I knew that you were going with him.
1: That's all you. He that's was all I heard. Connected.
0: He is well-connected. He's well-known. His family's well-known. It wasn't a doubt in my mind that that's not who you were going to go with. I'm being honest, and that's just me, and I'm what not trying mean? to throw shade. I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm not trying to make it a black and white thing. And let's be honest. We're going to be all the way honest with it. LSU fans been dying for a good white quarterback. They've been dying for one. And okay. even, when, even last year with, um, can't even think of the little boy name, he wasn't even a good quarterback, but you never hardly heard them say anything shitty about him. He no. was overthrown, Ever? mistrown. He had, yeah, he had many fuck-ups on the field, and they never talked about it. They, they, they did their best not to criticize that quarterback. But let it have been um, Harris, because you know he was shitty. It had, let it have been him, what they were going to do. Talk about them like ain't no other, because that's what they do. Now, I'm not trying to make it a race thing. I'm never trying to make it a race thing. So whenever I say something to my family, they always say, well, no, I don't think that's what they do. Okay, pay attention. Go back and do your research. Go back and listen to it. Go back and listen to the interviews that they have done. And when they discuss, they do their commentating, and they discuss these quarterbacks. And talk about how they talk about these quarterbacks compared to black quarterbacks, even when they shitty. Every time... Mm -hmm. That quarterback fucked up a game, they blamed it on the coach. The coach can't throw the ball.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: You know what I'm saying? The, the, he, the, he was holding the ball too long. He couldn't read the field. He couldn't see the field. I mean, it was a lot going on. And, and no, I'm not blaming him for, for mm-hmm. the fuckers that went on with LSU, but uh, come on. Anyway, I didn't think it was going to be a hard decision. I always knew that it was going to be him. The uh, little boy is well-known. A lot of people know him. A lot of people expect him. And then I heard someone, I'm not going to name any name, made the comment. It's just great to see a young white player step up and have some balls for a chance. He's like, I'm not making it about race. This is what they said, quote, unquote. I'm not trying to make it about race. But. You mean tell me the only people that don't have ball that that have balls that can fight and run and maneuver through the field and mess up passes and see the field is black quarterbacks? That's what they said. I said, well, unless right, they saying, unless they don't want to play for LSU, and that end the conversation because they know a lot of players went to other schools because they want to play for LSU. Period. Because the LSU fans are horrible. Now, I'm one of them fans where I never wholeheartedly blame the players. Because I always feel like coaches do play a part in a sense. But at the same time, those coaches can't make those players make those passes, throw those balls, um, make those catches, block. The player, the, the coach can't do that. But I also think that if you have a head coaching position, players are going to listen to you, they're going to respect you, and they're going to take your guidance, as well as – Your offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, all these people play a part in your head coach and respect them and how you coach these players. So I'm never going to just blame it just on the coach, and I'm not going to blame it just on the players. All that play a part in it. But when they lose, I can't just say they lost just because of the coach. Because be honest, with all that shit that went on with Les Miles, them players respected Les Miles. Those players had a whole lot of respect for that man. Now, in the outside looking in, us as fans, we probably wasn't a fan of Les Miles. And I'm going to be honest with you. I was a fan of this I never blamed him for the shittiness that we were playing in those games.
1: I, I never I, did. Yeah, I think I always that for
0: certain games he played scary. He coached scary. Like you wouldn't go for it. I, I you know that pisses me off. I mean if you got it, you got it. You go big or go home. Period. You can't play scared. And if other teams feel like you're playing scared, that give them ammunition. Yeah, but he, give them but he also took
1: a lot of chances on on different other plays though. And yeah, I but
0: you, ain't, you didn't take those chances on those teams like the Alabamas of the world. Well. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> well, they, well they they too mean,
1: they ain't too many to take that chance. That you ain't got nothing. You, you ain't playing for the next if day.
0: It, if it comes down to putting it all on the field, that's what you got to do. That's what you have to do. You have yeah. to put your you got to put your knee under that throat and leave it there. You can't take that knee up and let them up, because you let them up, guess what? Alabama coming back. We ain't talking about middle school players out there with colleges trying to play college ball. These are men amongst men. Did you, have you seen LA, I mean Alabama players? It's like every time one one crew leaves Alabama, it's a whole other grown ass men up in there. Ooh. They don't even look like college players. They look like grown men they look like they 30 something years old you're like where the hell they getting all these people from do they have like a yeah. born or something where a whole bunch of these type of people that's being trained up in bones, and then once they okay it's your time come on i like it just don't make no sense that y'all keep getting these most amazing then they're big people they're big people they big men <laughs> come on now oh yeah you know But I was happy that they won. I was very pleased. I was very impressed. Um, I was really impressed with the quarterback. I was. Uh, I mean, I knew he was good. But it's a difference between being good and showing that you're good. You know what I mean? Because you can have as much, you know, motivation and encouragement possible for somebody else, but they still, you know, have to do it, present it, show it. You know what I'm saying? So when it came right. to that part of it, I was I was impressed. I was happy to see that. Oh so, good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's a good thing.
0: Yeah, it was. <laughs> anyway, we're moving on to some more um topics of um you wanna go first or you want me to go? You can go. Okay, we're gonna go to Mr. Chris Watts. And I'm not sure if anybody remember Mr. Chris Watts. Uh, but Chris Watts was the husband to, is, well, was the husband to Miss Shannon Watts. Shannon Watts and her uh, two younger daughters disappeared. Her husband, Chris Watts, seems absolutely baffled. He could not find, he, he, he had no, no answers. He made countless public appearances, appealing to whoever had his wife and girls to come forward or at least share whatever information they might have. And while Chris might have thought that he had fooled everyone, that couldn't have been further from the truth, um, because the police were suspicious of Chris, as they often suspicious of the husband when a pregnant woman um, come up dead or missing or any case. Well, it turns out that their suspicions was right. Chris will later admit to killing his wife, who was pregnant with their third child. Um, Chris Watts is facing three charges is it three? Yeah, three charges of first degree murder, two counts of killing a child under 12, one count of unlawful termination of a pregnancy and three counts of tampering with a deceased body in connection with the death of his, his pregnant wife and two children but this is the thing Chris claimed that his wife learned of an affair he was having with a female coworker, and she was mad and jealous um, killed their children now, it is difficult to believe that Chris and ultimately his fate will be decided by the legal system. Until he's brought to trial. however, there's nothing to stop the terrible facts and moments about the family from continuing to come to light because there's been a lot of stuff that have came out. Um, Chris wife currently say that his motive was rage at his wife over killing their daughters, though many people feel like that mounting Meryl's attention and their financial woes um, kind of exacerbated the situation by a third trial that drove Chris to do the unthinkable. Um, perhaps the rumor affair he was having with a co-worker led him to destroy his family in the hopes of starting a new life. But police say Watts killed his wife and kids before dumping his daughter's bodies in oil tanks at a remote oil site in north um, of Denver. Now, whatever the truth may be, it's complicated. It's terrible. It's, it's a horrible, tragic. And it seems to change every single day. Now, rumors were circulating that in addition to his office affair, Chris Watts had another relationship outside of his marriage. And only this one was with a man. Oh,
1: wow. Really? So,
0: yeah. And um, so this is what we know so far, right? The guy wants to stay anonymous. The man came forward Tuesday night after being tracked down by producers of a show called Crime and Justice, hLn 's Crime and Justice, with Ashlyn uh, Banford. His face was blurred out, and he withheld his name. Now, while it's normal to want to keep your name out of the headlines in a case like this, it could have choice to uh, remain anonymous, mean more than we might think. Either he fears Chris or the limelight or being caught out telling massive lies. But only one of those options is remotely comfortable for me. And part of me feel like the guy's lying, but I don't know. Uh, They didn't work together, is what we know for a fact. The man claimed that while he and Chris did enjoy a relationship in the past, they were not together or in contact on the time of the murder. Um, Much has been made of the affair Chris Watson's rumors have um, enjoyed with a coworker. Though further details about their relationship have yet to be made available to the press, no one the press doesn't even know all the ins and outs of that situation. And they met online. Now, the man does not wish to identify himself, he was willing to share some details about his romance with Chris. He also said that they met on the internet last June and that they met in real life not long afterwards and enjoyed a hot and steamy affair for the better part of the year, about 10 months. Before anything in April or May, the man said that Chris Watts told him that he was, his marriage was loveless and that he felt trapped. Um, he also shared with different news outlets that he was emotionally abused by Chris. He said, let's go on record saying I don't know if any of it is the truth. But he told me he was a victim of emotional and verbal abuse, and he was trapped in a loveless marriage, and he didn't know any way out because of the kids. Number four, we know for sure, uh, is he for real? The guy is for real about saying that this is relationship that he had with Chris Watts. Um, there's man's identity is not yet known and why his story about the affair with Chris isn't verified, there's no reason as of yet to doubt his claims. Why? Because he has information from Chris Watts and his family that haven't been revealed to the news and isn't readily available online. But fans of H and S show who heard the interview weren't convinced and they went to Twitter. And they went off. You know, some people were saying, I don't think you should be interviewing the lead secret male lover of hashtag Chris Watts. As you say, you haven't corroborated him or his story. This could tank the jury pool. I'm not finding him credible so far. Um, at Crime Justice HLM. And then someone said, your former lover interviewed Laura Jabbar. He sounds non-credible drugs and can't provide detail. He hasn't gotten from the news. Um, I don't know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's boy, that's interesting.
0: But how you kill your wife and children? How?
1: Yeah. E- exactly. How do you do that? and then she was pregnant and he knows exactly. she was pregnant. I mean, what did you expect? How did you expect this to go down? I have no idea. You know, I mean, you expect that you're gonna get away with killing three people? I, I mean, and the, the
0: children were beautiful, the wife was nice, I mean, I, I don't know. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. For what?
0: To I be with know.
1: somebody else?
0: Well... I don't know. I know they said, um... He did not go to the funeral when she had the funeral. Um, he's being held without bond and well-counted jail where you can't go to the funeral because you're still in jail. Um, uh, right. but again, like I said, he's charged with three counts of first degree murder and multiple additional charges. He has not yet entered a plea just yet. Um, I don't know. That's hard though. Cause you just never know. Cause I, I doubt she woke up that morning and said, I'm in so big of a trouble. My husband just might kill me and my children. You know, I just doubt that that was even in her mind. I, I don't believe that she even thought that, that that, I don't know. Am I reading it wrong? Do you think that she should have known? I,
1: evidently, uh, well, well, not really, because how would you know? I mean, unless mm-hmm. it's something you would been abusive and stuff like that. Right. You know, I
0: don't,
1: I don't, yeah. I, don't uh, I don't know. And maybe there was some signs, but.
0: Well, I think there were some signs, but I don't think she thought ever in a day that the children would probably have been a target for him. You know, but now at nowadays, let's just be honest. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's the norm now. People are killing the, the wives and the children and then killing themselves or killing the wives and the children and then running away or killing them and, and cutting them up and throwing them in creeks of alligators and stuff like which is crazy to me. Um, right. I, I don't know. I don't know. Right. We're moving on. Okay. It's depressing. We're moving on.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> where do we go from here what's next
0: <laughs> We, uh I, you wanted to talk about uh i want to
1: talk about the white cop in texas that was found guilty
0: mm-hmm.
1: of um uh, killing the team right you know and he get 15 years right now he killed this team and they was leaving the party he said mm-hmm. And they was all he shot into a car because he said the car was coming towards his partner. So he shot into the car, and he shot this thing. But, right. but evidently, uh, the <laughs> jury didn't see it that way.
0: Right. I don't see how they would have saw it any other way. Um, mm-hmm. Let's just give people our listeners a little backdrop, okay? Um, the officer who fatally shot the 17-year-old Laquan McDonald 16 times, has spoken publicly. He decided to speak publicly since the shooting. His name is, um, Jason Van Dyke. Uh, Um, he said publicly that the day of the shooting was the darkest day, and he said that he prayed about the incident every day. Um, he said that he is very worried about potential jail time and he said he he was going on trial for his role in McDonald's death in September. Um, He said he was very extremely nervous and he might be looking at the possibility of spending the rest of his life in prison for doing his job as he was trained to do as a Chicago police officer. He also added that what concerned him most about being in prison is that it would mean he'd be away from his family. The team would not allow him to come in on the shooting, but he said pulling his weapon was a tough decision. You shot somebody 16 times, it didn't seem like a tough decision. Um, He said any loss of life was extremely difficult. It's something you try to mentally prepare yourself for just in case. You don't ever want to shoot your gun. It doesn't matter just to put down a straight animal or something like that. Nobody wants to shoot their gun. I would never have fired my gun if I didn't think my life was in jeopardy or another citizen life was. It's something you have to live with. Uh, Van Dyke also went on to say that he believed he is a victim of the country's current polarized political climate. He said everyone wants to put to be part of the bandwagon of hatred. Anyone who knows me, knows me personally, knows that I'm not a racist. That's a great false narrative. It's just slander. He said, I don't know the man. Um, Reverend Martin Hunter dismissed the interview when they were talking to him about that. He said, I don't know the man. Is he really praying or is he just saying that he thinks you want to hear think you, what you want to hear. They're trying to write a narrative. They're trying to influence the jury. I'm not mad or surprised because it's just legal. Manures. Um, Van Dyke shot McDonald within six seconds of exiting his police car. The officer said the teen charged at him with a knife, but dash cam video showed McDonald being shot at as he walked away from the cop. Uh, Van Dyke's trial is scheduled to start on. Actually, it already started. He was found guilty. Um. The the uh city of Chicago has already rewarded McDonald's family with five million in damages. Um. I don't know.
1: Okay, so this happened. The one you're talking about happened in Chicago.
0: Uh,
1: yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. Because I was. I was. I was. I was going to talk about the one also that happened in Texas. Uh, This officer killed uh, this team in a car. He put out an AK-7, AK-47, whatever, and shot into the car. But that's that's horrible. 15 times because he was coming at him with a knife? Yeah. Come on, really? That's what it's saying.
0: So the other guy that you were talking about, he got 16 years, right? Right, he got, yeah, he got 15 years. 15? Uh,
1: yeah. For murdering a child? Exactly. 15-year-old kid.
0: For not having any decency in your heart towards an individual who is human, who is a child, who has not yet started living their life fully.
1: Exactly. And then exactly. you
0: lied, and then you lied, and then you lied again.
1: Right, exactly. Exactly. Because <laughs> it's so, he said. He know, said the car it was it coming. <laughs> he said the car was coming towards him, and, and the video camera showed that the car was actually leaving away from him when he shot into the car. So did they not
0: think that they were going to look at these these video footages?
1: I guess they thought they could some kind of way manipulate or, them. people.
0: It's probably because so many people, so many police officers, have done things. Like this, and we're on camera, and it was clear, and they got away with it, and maybe they thought they were gonna get away with it too.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, am I missing it? Yeah, I, did that go over me?
1: <laughs> hey, we just yeah.
0: have to keep praying and keep recording,
1: and when people exactly. say don't
0: record, record. Right. We, I mean, because we have to. Because guess what? We are our witnesses. Because if you leave it for police officers, to be honest, it's not a lot of them that are honest. I'm not, and let me, let me say this. I'm not putting everybody in the same category. I'm not saying all police officers are bad, and I'm not saying all of them will commit a crime and hide it or be a witness to someone that committed a crime. I'm not saying that. But when you have a, a history of committing crimes and get away with it, and your partner or whomever is standing there, see this witness, and know that they can speak up and be honest, and they don't, you're just as guilty. Right? So I'm not, exactly. I'm not gonna turn the other cheek and be like, oh, it's okay. Oh, it's, no, it's not okay. It's wrong on so many levels and I'm not gonna candy coat it for you. And we're not going to spend the rest of our labor day talking about bad police officers and the murders that they have committed and they've gotten away with it. But I will continue to pray. And I'm going to say this. I don't think that 15 years is enough time for what you did and for the life that you've taken because your ass can get out of jail and start over again. You think when you get out of jail that people are not going to hire you? You automatically entitled to another job as a second chance over because you're white. Thank you. You're not going (laughs) to struggle to start over.
1: At all. They don't give you a job. They give you a job because know. of what they can you did.
0: know. exactly.
1: <laughs> that's the this that's the exactly. that's the old problem. They don't give you a job. Oh, you did that? Oh, yeah. We got one for you. We got a job for you. We can get you because of what right. he
0: did. Right. Yes. But we'll keep praying. We're not going to prolong this much longer. We're going to talk about the Netflix that has 52 original shows and movies that's debating in September. And they have a complete, complete list. We Let me let, me, let me add a little bit of this in, you guys. We have been trying to find a, a way to record when we're not our, our constantly being dropped. It doesn't constantly sound like we're breaking up and um, things like that. Just so we looked into Skype and we were able to Skype. But for whatever reason, on my end i'm not it's not bad from what I can hear, but there's a lot of breaking up of like the signals that's fading out on mr e n from my ear it doesn't it's not like that all the time, so the reason you're hearing the inconsistency with um uh, uh clarity. Um, is because we're in two different locations and trying to record it. We're actually doing it with Skype. And to be honest with you, Skype is not really that bad for us. It's just, you know where one part of your house, you can be clear as day and somebody else part of the house is not clear as day. And they may not hear what I hear. And I may not hear what they hear. Um, So that's why you may hear some inconsistency with the recording. And I wanted our recording to be live and I wanted it to be where both of us are interacting with the conversation. I don't want it to be where I'm recording it two days later he's recording. No. I want it to be real, raw, honest, genuine. And because that's who I am. Period. Um, you have any, any thoughts on that?
1: I agree. And that's what like i say. If it goes out like that, that's not because. And this has been the best uh so he, for us to record without right. actually it stopping on us. I mean, we're trying right. to get this little intermittent of maybe she can't hear me or I can't hear her. But right. I think that eventually will work out. But this is by, by far the best because it's not like Anchor. It's, <laughs> it that stops on us and then we use something else and then we had to we had to send it here, download it here, then eventually right. upload it and this okay. year, it's is very sure. simple. Um, so, by,
0: bottom line,
1: bear with us, folks. <laughs> because oh, I think it's going us. over the internet and using our Wi-Fi, and sometimes because of maybe the weather, or it's just, mm-hmm. you know, the Wi-Fi in and out
0: sometimes. Yeah. Right. All right. September Um, debating shows and movies on Netflix. They have 52 shows. Um, because September is here, you guys. September has arrived. It's time to refresh your memory. It's time to rewind you of all the Netflix original shows, movies, and their special sets to premiere over the course of the month. And we'll get to all of that. But here's only here's the really three words you need to remember: manic, manic, and manic. I'm just gonna put that out there. That's just what it is. Um on top of that there's plenty more to look forward to over the course of the month of september we got the second season of a uh, typical the season five of bojack horseman norm mcdonald's new show the fifth season of chief of Chef's table and um the second edition of the mock drama american vandal the first season of which has like 98 percent critic score on rotten tomatoes it obviously doesn't get much better than that the full list of Netflix original releases for the month of September. They can also it can be found on Netflix site. If you'd also like to see all of the third party content coming to Netflix over the course of the month, you can check it out right there too on Netflix. And while you're waiting for all the biggest reasons to hit Netflix catalog this month, don't forget that season two of Ozark just hit Netflix this past Friday, so you have something um to tide you there. Um I don't watch that, so I'm I can't tell you if it's good or not because I'm not a fan of it. So I'm not gonna lie to you and take a no picture like it is because it's not. Um but it, it started September the first. There were some good um movies, but go on to Netflix um site and there's a list of fifty two shows that you can look at. Um, it's amazing. It's actually good because some of the movies that I like I want to see. Uh, um, like Cable Girl Season Three. Yes, honey. Uh Marvel's Iron Fist* season two with Yep, mm-hmm. All that good stuff. Um, On My scene, It's a Netflix film. It's good. Uh what else what else on there that I like? Um it's a lot of them on there that I think um uh, they have the DL Hughley Contrarian Netflix. That that's gonna be like um um September the eighteenth. So that one's gonna be good. Um Good Cop twenty first Hilda uh Manic Limit series. Um uh-huh. what else? Mm. It's a lot you guys, so go check it out, go look at it, you'll be surprised. You know what's funny, like sometimes if you look at, when you look at the title you don't even think about how good the show probably is, and then and when somebody tells you about how good the show is, it makes you go over and look at it and things of that nature. And then you're like, "Oh man, that was really good." That's how I get caught up every time; it never fails. But I like it. <laughs> I
1: Be love
0: sure. it. Go look at it, pull it up, and see what you can find out.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, what were you doing the rest for the day? Rest of the day, I am filled with actually doing nothing. And eventually, I'm gonna go up to the hospital and visit with my brother for a spell. But other than that, I, I'm not doing anything. And no one have called and said, "Hey, we're barbecuing. Come over." You know, and Labor Day is kind of like a, a really like a nothing day, I guess, to most people. You know, right. But since it's just me here, I'm I'm not gonna do anything. What about you and yours?
0: Um, but we're just chilling. We're just chilling. They're giving me the eye to get off the phone now. Um, so yeah. oh, So they must want to do more than just chilling. No, I just, they just want me off the phone. Um, so no, um, it, it's all good though. I have two questions that I wanted to ask that was brought okay. to me. You have a moment oh. for them? Yes. Okay. Have you ever saw a movie? Went to the movie theater and saw a movie and was so disappointed that you wanted your money back? And if so, what was it?
1: Huh. Let me think. I went to a lot of
0: movies.
1: Uh well. I could say really the last Avenger movie. I was really? disappointed in how it played out. That but I
0: heard a lot of people say they liked the movie.
1: Uh, well, I didn't. I didn't like how it played out uh, in All the right. movie. And maybe that's how it's supposed to played out. Because I, you know, mm-hmm. if you're a comic book fan, then you know that that's how it ended like it ended, right. but I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting it to end like that, so gotcha. I was like, no, kind of disappointing. Uh, let me get my money back.
0: <laughs> well, that, that's a question that I had on my podcast, and when I was on there, I was like, I can't think of the name of the movie, but I know it was dealing with the plane, and us the Entertainer was on there, but it was horrible, horrible, horrible. It was so plain. Yeah. so plain, was." yes i was very disappointed in a movie i wanted my money back
1: <laughs>
0: like i think that's the only movie i went to and i was like so disappointed that i wanted my money back hey, but the crazy pay? thing about it is about yeah because it's black actors oh, okay.
1: okay so
0: i wanted to go and support you know what i mean Okay. and so and i didn't hear anything negative about it at that time but but after I go spend my money on the everybody wants to say the movie was 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 trash. No, me before so I don't spend my money. You know what right. I mean? But yeah, that was the movie that I wish that I could I could have got my money back.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I also good. you
0: guys I wanted to say this. I said someone might have low self esteem to possibly have a child, a love child with Trump. I said that on my podcast last week. I apologize Um, you know, for saying that, but I still, the child needs to know he is day daddy, regardless. Period. I I'm not gonna say the reason she was with him is because she had low self esteem because everybody wants to be political correct. Because I know there are some pretty nice looking women that have been in situations with men. And everybody know why they're with the women, the men, and why they end up getting pregnant for these men. Everybody know that. So I, maybe I shouldn't have said self-esteem, but something ain't right if you lay down with Trump and have a baby, a little child with Trump. I'm just saying, or <laughs> money was exchanged somewhere. But I apologize for saying low self-esteem because everybody's so sensitive when people say stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I wanted to just correct that. Moving on. Should coworkers be friends
1: befriend their own race first. Should coworkers befriend their own race first?
0: Right. Like, if they are friends with white people, should they at least be friends with their own race first? Like, should that be their top priority?
1: Well, I don't know about top priority, because you gotta be careful who you become friends with. Left all wise. Yeah, exactly. You know, so right. I would say top. I mean, I I would think you would, tr- you know, just try if you can right. be friends with them. Right. But I mean, okay. not bend over backwards and and, and turn flips just to, you know, be friends with them. You know, right. they gotta be they gotta they gotta be friends, friend quality. I mean, you can't be you friends go. with everybody. You
0: there know? you go. I have no comment on it except for. Judges, you're, you're, judge the situation, be honest with yourself, and be smart, and pay attention to everything. That is it for me. That is, that's it. What about you?
1: That's, that's it. That's I agree.
0: My heart will continue to go out to the family who lost their daughter and their grandkids. Um, if Mr. Watts, you killed this woman for whatever reason. You deserve to spend the rest of your life in jail. And that's not judgment. That's just facts. You exactly. should not be amongst us blank, in the period. Exactly. The cop that killed that child and got 15 years in jail—I do not think that that's enough. I feel like the punishment. I, I'm glad that you are—you are, are going to be held accountable for right. your actions. I just right. feel like it wasn't enough. I feel like you should have gotten more. And just like with the other police officer, he's about—he might spend the rest of his life in jail. You deserve to spend the rest of your life in jail. Because that's what when you get out, the one that's doing fifteen years, your life is gonna carry on. Them people can't bring their child back.
1: Exactly. That's it. They gone
0: forever. They not coming back.
1: That's it. You're wearing a
0: badge and a suit. You took the oath to serve and protect everyone. Right. And if you could not do that, you should not wear that badge. You work for us. Right. And y'all all all that confused. And I, I don't care if you're white, black, or whatever. If you're a dirty cop, you're a dirty cop. I, I'm not excusing it. Point blank and the period. Go check out Netflix list of 52 shows. I guarantee you it's going to be someone on that show that you love and you enjoy because I know it is for me. I Absolutely. love it. Um, that is it. Y'all go check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Spreaker, Breaker. Subscribe to our podcast. Come over to anchor.fm. Hit that support listener. Give us a monetary donation. What are they, Mr.?
1: $0.99. Cents and you, you we will shout you out. Shout you out, baby. All right. for $4.99, we will co-host you. And yeah, you'll you be about able to
0: talk to us any
1: topic. Anything you want to talk about. Your heart. Anything. Designed. Anything. And for the big boy, the $9.99. Yes, honey. Yes, you become honey. us sponsor for a month and we will shout out you personally or if you have a business we will shout that business out for you
0: yeah you ain't know
1: we do it like that
0: first i want to shout out a few people from my that supports uh talk to talk miss margaret williams mr e yes um shanika h bell um miss t I have two people. I don't know what their name is,
1: so <laughs> I'm just
0: gonna say two anonymous, uh, anonymous one and anonymous one hundred one. That's who I'm gonna say you are. And anti, anti Annie. Thank you. I appreciate you and all that amazing good stuff. Um, continue to support and co- continue to support. the she said. He said. They said. Podcast. We're finna do some some good things. Be patient things. with us. We're, we're still working on some kinks and things of that nature. Share this podcast to anyone that wants to listen. And y'all can send in y'all questions and comments to needlelove to hate, to hate at com, or she said, he said, they said, 2018 at gmail.com. Y'all can send us any questions, any comments, any topics that y'all want to talk about, and we will talk about them. And I think that's it. Remember to stay true to yourself. Do not let anyone's thoughts and opinions dictate who and what you think of yourself. Always be encouraged and pushed to be better every day than what you were the day before. Remember to live, love, and laugh, you guys. Tomorrow is not promised to anyone, so let your family and friends know, I got you, I'm here, I love you, I want to spend time with you. I want to be one with you today, because you're here today and you're gone tomorrow. And let God be God, Mr. E.
1: And just make sure that if you get knocked down,
0: lay on your back.
1: Because if sleep, you y'all. can look up, you can get up, mm. and mm-hmm. don't let anyone steal your dreams. Because yes. if you don't, Why? we will see you at the top.
0: At the top. Until next time. when oh, she said. He said. Podcast with your girl, Miss Anita, and Mister E.
1: Peace. This <laughs> Come on now my baby now my baby now